You must unlearn what you have learned. Hello there. Come here, my little friend. Don't be afraid. Away from your weapon. I mean you no harm. Kill him. Kill him now. Do it. You failed, you know. I am a Jedi. Like my father before me. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Shooting the Sith. I'm your host, Robert Slavinsky, and with me yet again is my friend and yours, Colton Bird. Hi. <laughs> so, it's been a while. We haven't talked for a few weeks, so I wanted it's to jump been a in. While. And <laughs> I wanted to talk a bit about different things going on in the Star Wars universe and galaxy and so on and so forth. Now, we've all heard that Rosario Dawson is going to be playing ah- Ahsoka Tano in the upcoming season of The Mandalorian, which I think is exciting. Can you believe there's actually people, Colton, that don't like that idea? I can't believe it. I don't know. That's, that's oh. people are dumb. Yeah, they are. No, honestly, sometimes Star Wars fans just anger me. They, they really do, because it's like we want to set Katano in live action, so we're getting it. But all they want to do is complain. Like, just give it a shot. Let's see how she does. <laughs> you know, don't just go out there complaining about it before you even see anything. So, yeah, so. It, it's called world building. You have to you have to draw other people in from different series. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. All right, so there's some more information on it. Um, I know that you were scouring the internet and looking on everybody's favorite website, Reddit. What did you find when it comes to Rosario Dawson? Um, that she has a multi-show deal for Disney+, Plus, which is interesting. Um, I see that she has one, well, obviously Mandalorian, you know, with Baby Yoda. Bless, mm-hmm. Blessed be he. <laughs> um better watch some people or she some people get mad when you call some people get get mad when you call it baby yoda they're like it's the child it's like, blessed be the child yes. <laughs> it is the child but nobody knows what it's called so they call it baby yoda uh do, do, do. that's pretty much really just about it i'm scanning through this article here uh it's not really saying much oh, well you know the potential of her own live action series. Um, yeah, no, I'm not seeing anything else. It's just that we know that she could be in more than one show or that she's contracted for more than one show. What are your thoughts on that? Do you like the idea of Rosario Dawson or are you going to be one of those star Wars fans that, that hate it before you see it? No, I like star Wars and I'm <laughs> a fan of star Wars, so I'm going to watch it regardless. Um, I mean, the Mandalorian, I'm kind of interested to see where they're going to go with that. But I'm also curious of what other shows she's going to be in. Are they going to try to drive Obi-Wan towards that? I don't think they really can, maybe. I mean, she might pop up in, in Obi-Wan in the Kenobi series. Who knows? Um, I know that you know there's that talk of Dave Filoni making a sequel type of show to Rebels. Is his sequel show going to be a live action show? Uh, That would be pretty, pretty amazing because the way Rebels ends, I mean, it ends where Sabine and Ahsoka are going off to find Ezra. 
And could that be kind of could this could her arc in the Mandalorian be a backdoor pilot to that show? Could did you read the uh, I wrote up the press or not really it wasn't really a press release, but what the leak was for that. Did you read that? Um, maybe, maybe not. Not going to lie. Uh, hold on. I'll, let me see if I can find it here. But it was crazy because it had the uh, oh, I can't pronounce it. Uh, the uh, Vong Vong. I can't pronounce it. The things from the legends that could like you couldn't sense with the force. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were introduced and all kinds of crazy stuff was coming down in it. It was nuts. I'd recommend reading. I'd recommend reading it. I think it's Rebels sequel in the works. Question mark exclamation point question mark. <laughs> That's a lot of <laughs> punctuation. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, it'd be interesting to see what happens um, with this show because there's. Why is it not popping up for me? Weird. Um, it, or not with the show, but with Rosaria Dawson and what they're going to do with her. You know, what are they going to? What, what are their plans <laughs> when it comes to to that character? Everybody loves Rosaria or not Asaka. Ah- oh my gosh, I can't talk. It's okay. Everybody I loves, believe in you. <laughs> everybody loves Ahsoka Tano. So who doesn't want to see more when it comes to her? Um, her character, you know, I mean, everybody loved it, her character so much from Clone Wars. They brought her back in Rebels. Now she's going to be in live action in The Mandalorian and possibly more. I just think it's a great idea. Um, without a doubt, it's just an amazing, amazing idea for sure. Um, let's see, what else is there? Uh, there's a new writer for uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Um, if you jump over to spoilerverse.com, there's a nice little article about uh, the new writer for the series. Now, the series was announced late last year uh, during D23. They finally announced, you know, Kathy Kennedy had a, uh, uh, I almost said Obi-Wan, Ewan McGregor come out on stage, which I wouldn't have been wrong, uh, but had Ewan McGregor come out on stage and was like, hey, uh, how's it going? Uh, there's going to be a show with me in it. Woo! And everybody got excited. Everybody's uh, everybody's happy. Although it was a missed opportunity. He should have walked out and said, hello there. But he did. That would have been cool. <laughs> or, or just like stand up in the rafters and be like, it's over, guys. I have the high ground. <laughs> but uh, everybody was excited. And, and you know, the, the crazy thing is, is Kathy Kennedy uh, spoke after that reveal that I think it was actually at the reveal that the scripts were written. She was like, the scripts are written. Production is going to start the beginning of 2020. That was the that was. That, that's what was happening. Like January 2020 was when production was going to start. Things started moving forward, and a few months later, in December, I want to say, um, they were like, "Up, oh, right or left, we have to go back to the drawing board from a page one rewrite for the entire series." What? Why? And then they start saying, "Well, as we were writing the scripts, it looked like there were some similarities between this and the Mandalorian." Well, didn't you just say four months ago that the scripts were all written? Didn't you notice that then? <laughs> like, come on, what's going uh, uh, on? Excellent paying attention there. Yeah, yeah, good excellent. job, guys. Good job, guys. Uh, so with that, um, writer uh, Hussein Amini dropped out um, of the project, and they brought in uh, – I don't know how to say this properly. I don't know if it's Joby or Jobby uh, – Harold. Uh, he has been brought on to write 
the series. Now, he's known, he was an executive producer for John Wick Chapter 3, and he also was a writer for Zack Snyder's upcoming film, Army of the Dead. So he does have some, you know, chops. He's been a part of some pretty big universes and worked with some big directors and everything like that. So it'll be interesting to see what he can bring for to the Obi-Wan series. But where are they going? Where are they going with this? <laughs> you know, like, uh, why is it so hard for this to happen? Because uh, I guess production was supposed to start this summer uh, when everything got you know put on hold. Everybody thought it was canceled at first. And like, no, no, it just got pushed back about six months. So they were talking about a six months delay, six month delay in production starting. Well, they just hired a writer within the past couple weeks. You know, we're in April. How much can they write and get solidified and green lit to start production, you know, this summer? Uh, if production can even start, you know, with this current pandemic going on, it could be pushed back until uh, next year. It may not start production until the beginning of 2021. I, I just, I don't know. What are your thoughts on this whole thing? Um, I just hope we see it. <laughs> it seems like everything's working against it. I hope we just see it. <laughs> Yeah, it, I mean, we've been talking about a Kenobi series. We've really been talking about a Kenobi series since, what, 2006? I think everybody has. They've been wanting more Kenobi. Uh, and Neil McGregor has loved playing the role, even though I don't think he quite understands the impact that Star Wars has made on his life and his in his career. Uh, just, I mean, simply by him not understanding that when he walked out on stage, he should have said hello there. Like, if he was, if he had a finger on the pulse of the fans of, of Obi-Wan Kenobi, he would have known to do that, you know? But he's a hell of an actor. Uh, he, loves the, he loves playing the role. He loves Star Wars. You know, it runs in his family. Dennis Lawson's his uncle, and, you know, like come on <laughs> you know you can't yeah. you, you can't you can't uh say that their family they're not ingrained when it comes to star wars so it'll be interesting to see what happens i know colton and i have been writing our own version of a kenobi series over at spoilerverse.com so you may want to check that out uh chapter one released a couple weeks ago i am putting the finishing touches on chapter two to release either this week or next week depends on where my how my time is uh handled you know kids and all that's got stuff to do all the time uh but uh clone wars final season of clone wars has been going on uh episode seven just released last week so we got five more what is that eight nine ten eleven twelve yeah five more episodes uh, until the it's sadly over. sad it's over. um i've I'm, I'm all caught up i know you're an episode behind but what are you thinking of the season so far i don't i'm not a fan of ahsoka's arc i guess you can call it it's it's dumb it's pointless you know i was sitting there today because i got caught up on it all today and i'm watching it and i thought the same thing i'm like you know this is just not a very good arc now granted i don't know where they're going with it yet it kind of seems like you know they're trying to show her getting a grasp on not being a jedi anymore you know she's trying to play this role of of just being a normal person, but, you know, making friends with who she has, uh, you know, these, these two characters or really one character and her sister, uh, she's getting involved with them. It's just bizarre what they're doing with it because those two characters, I don't like, I am not a fan of those characters at all. There's, there's nothing that I'm attached to with them. Uh, they're pointless. pointless. There's no reason. 
for the most part, yeah. I mean, even this last episode, you know, they go on this little adventure and um, spoilers, sorry, Colton, spoilers, but they go oh, to I don't care. they go to Kessel. And you're like, oh, wow, they're going to Kessel. That's kind of cool, you know. And we saw Kessel and Solo. We haven't seen it since. So they make their way to Kessel, and it's all about running spice. And then they get, uh, you know, captured because they don't deliver the spice like they're supposed to. And it's like, where are they going with this? And then this episode, I finally think I see what they're doing. Uh, because in this episode, this final, that's final, this episode seven, they, um, reveal that there are Mandalorians on the planet that they're on now. They're not on Castle anymore, but they're on another planet. And they see Ahsoka. And now Ahsoka and the Mandalorians do have a connection uh, earlier in Clone Wars, the series of Clone Wars. So there is a small connection between them. And they notice her and they're like, well, with her here, that could ruin our plans. So we'll just keep an eye on her. Remember, we have a common enemy. Now, that common enemy is none other than Darth Maul. So it seems like this was all this is how they were leading Ahsoka to get to that story arc, to get her from leaving the Jedi Order to having her showdown with Maul in the in this final season. So I think that's where it's leading to right now. I but, can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, but there's five episodes left, Golden. Like, what could they do with five episodes? Because not only that, but we have to see the reunion because they hinted at it in the trailer, the reunion of Anakin and Ahsoka. They have to have this showdown with Maul and Ahsoka. And then they, they've told us that we're going to see this side of Order 66. So they have Ooh, a lot to cover in five episodes. <laughs> we're just gonna hit the wall. We're gonna hit. We're gonna do what and, and blah, 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 if I can talk now. And we're gonna do what Endgame did. And we're just gonna hit the pedal at episode four and just go. Oh man, it's just I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to to all this stuff, but it's just it, it seems like they they just took a long time to get there. You know, I just I'm not a big fan of what they've done. We had I think what two episodes out of the seven. I think we had two, maybe three episodes where we actually saw jedi involved um, yeah the bad know. batch part was cool i enjoyed the bad batch the bad batch wasn't wasn't bad yeah um you know speaking of bad batch um you know we i i do want to kind of kind of um bring up a little little tidbit here so uh and speaking of clone wars the composer uh kevin kine kiner kevin kiner i'm sorry kevin kiner of uh Clone Wars fame. He's done the the music for Clone Wars and Rebels, as well as countless countless other television shows um, and video games and such. Um, I had the privilege of interviewing him for Spoiler Country, and uh, that interview I'm not 100 percent sure when it's going to be coming out, but we did talk about Clone Wars and how he and his sons actually worked together on creating some of the themes and things for this final season. And one of his favorite things was he was talking about was the bad batch theme. He really enjoyed that. So keep an eye out for that interview. It is fantastic. I am going to pull it onto the shoot and the Sith uh, feed as well. It will be on the spoiler country feed. Also, um, at least part of the interview will be on the shoot and the Sith feed. So make sure you check that out when it drops. I will make sure to tell everybody it was a really, really cool interview. And I can't wait to do some more interviews like that for everybody here at shooting the Sith, as well as uh, spoiler country. But yes, Bad Batch, awesome. Loved it. Love the Bad Batch stuff. And you know they kind of left it open on what what they're gonna do with uh, 
with the Bad Batch. They haven't really finished that story either. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 really interesting. Like they have five episodes to to close this all up. And I mean, I trust Dave Filoni. You know, Dave Filoni is is a genius um, when it comes to Star Wars. I mean, he's if you ask me, you go Lucas and then Filoni, one two when it comes to Star Wars knowledge. He but, hasn't led us astray yet. Yet, <laughs> yet, um, yet. So we'll see what happens. But I don't know. I I I haven't hated hated this season but i don't sit here and say oh it's the best season that we've gotten or anything like that because i think uh you know with a shortened 12 episode season there should have been a little more urgency to getting to some of these storylines and and closing things out like we the fans want to see for sure um let me get your thoughts now we're gonna move a little bit more on the high republic it's higher than the low republic Huh. Um, I don't know. I'm interested. I kind of want to pre-order the first novel just to read it and get my toes in it. Yeah, I mean, it's it. it oops, I just made some noise. Uh, it's it's pretty interesting because they they are going uh to a time that we've never really explored in Star Wars. Uh, for the most part, we have the Old Republic and then we have the Skywalker Saga era. Besides, and, that, and there's really no in between. <laughs> No, I mean, there's stuff there. We've just never really explored it. And now we're finally exploring it. Now, um, I know there's a lot on here, or a lot that's come out recently uh, when it comes to um, the High Republic. I can't find it now. I thought it was StarWars.com that released it. But... I mean, when in doubt, look at Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, look at Reddit. Um, there it is. Um, I mean, it, it's it's taking place. What is it? Two hundred years before the Skywalker saga, which um, is interesting. I mean, that is an interesting time frame. Um, you got to remember, you know, I, I I sit there and like, okay, there's still going to be some kind of connection because for uh, what. 900 years, uh, Yoda, or no, 800 years. Yoda was training for what, 800 years? Yeah. So that falls within that 200 years. Are we going to see Yoda? I mean, I think that'd be pretty awesome if we did. I, I think just to have someone to have a launching point, we probably will. Just to draw, like, oh, hey, there's Yoda. What is he? Yeah. Yeah. Um,. I, I mean, it, I think the, the problem that I have with this, and don't get me wrong, I, I'm, I, I do enjoy reading. I, I like reading the comics and stuff like that. Um, but they have no plan, no plans for a movie or TV show or, or animated series or anything like that, that at least that they've announced. And I think that's going to be the way that you draw people into this this era. You know, books are fine. You know, books expand on everything that we know. But if you really, if they really truly want to grab people's attention and say, look, the Skywalker saga is history. That's we're not talking about that anymore. We're stepping away from the Skywalker saga. I think that they have to do something video game, a, 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 a movie, an animated series, something like that to really get people's interest peaked. You know, I, I, 
I, I, I hate to say it, but I truly feel that this whole series is going to fail uh, because uh, the lack of attention to different types of media. I do. I, I, I agree. I don't think it's going to do as well as they hope it does. I, I can't I can't see it happening. I can't see it succeeding like they wanted to. I, I just don't. Um, there's just way too much going on. Um, you know, with, with, with the negativity around Star Wars right now, you know, whether you enjoyed The Rise of Skywalker or The Last Jedi or this whole new sequel trilogy at all. Um, or not. I mean, there, you can't, you can't deny that there is negativity surrounding star Wars, probably more so than ever before. I mean, the prequels were an interesting era for star Wars, but over time, you know, the, the love for that, that trilogy has grown. Uh, the sequel trilogy, I, I don't see that happening right now. Like yeah, you know, they're, when, they're, not, they're not getting any sort of love right now, like at all. No, and you know, The Force Awakens, I mean, I've gone through it multiple times. The Force Awakens, I, I highly enjoy. I, I really, really enjoy that movie. The Last Jedi, I enjoy it. I'm not going to sit here and say I don't. There are many moments in that movie that I really enjoy, but it is a big departure from where we started in The Force Awakens. I will I will stick to my my beliefs that The Last Jedi is more a Star Wars movie than The, the Force Awakens or The Rise of Skywalker. Last Jedi has more... Star Wars meat to it than the other two movies in that trilogy. But because of that, it just feels out of place. And that's the problem with it. And then you have the rise of Skywalker, which was, I think an excellent addition to the trilogy and a good way to continue the Skywalker story, not end it. Uh, I, I watching it a couple more times, you know, I, I've noticed that it isn't a very good ending for the Skywalker saga as a whole. And I really don't think that they should have put an end to the Skywalker saga as a whole. No, I think the Skywalker saga should honestly be renamed the uh, chosen one saga or the chosen one story. Cause it seems like the chosen one keeps changing who it wants to be. Which yeah. we've talked we've talked about this before on an episode a real long time ago. Yeah, our old like, show Star Wars talk. <laughs> yeah, which you can find on Spoiler Country if I'm not mistaken. It's somewhere on there. Yeah, I'm actually pulling some of the our old episodes. I'm going to be pulling them and throwing them up on our shooting the Sith feed. So I keep a lookout for it. You know, I, I I will pull some things as long as they're not like time sensitive. If you know, like do like. It, you know, with what's just going on at that time, you know, of year. Uh, yeah, like like the leaked images from uh, episode eight don't really matter right now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But the chosen one theory, not theory, but aspect of the saga. I, I don't care what anybody says. It's Anakin and always has been Anakin and will always be Anakin. I mean, George, that came from George Lucas's lips himself. Like he has stated that on multiple occasions that Anakin was the chosen one. It was always the plan or well, not always the plan, but that was when he conceived the idea of Anakin being the chosen one. That was always the plan moving forward from that point. You know, having Rey do what she did in The Rise of Skywalker doesn't negate that. And I wrote a really interesting article on Spoilerverse.com that explains how what Ray did in that movie does not negate the legacy of the chosen one and what Anakin sacrificed and did, but it also accentuates the importance of everything that has happened in all 
nine films and how uh, cyclical it is, you know, that going, going back to that star Wars ring theory and everything like that, you know, there's so much there that I think Abrams understood, but there wasn't enough star Wars substance in it. Unlike how Ryan Johnson understood the star Wars substance, but you know, didn't quite understand the, the overall story narrative of it. So didn't understand the actual story that it was going on. Exactly. Exactly. So again, the, the sequel trilogy in my mind, isn't horrible. Um, it's, it's watchable. It's enjoyable. Um, and you know, you'll hear that with the force awakens commentary. That's that that's released on, uh, the shooting the Sith feed. Um, and then you'll hear that whenever Colton and I do the, the commentaries for the other two films in the, in the sequel trilogy, we enjoy the films. We do. We have issues yeah, with it, it, but it's Star Wars. I'm never going to dog Star Wars any more than it needs to. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, we got that going for us. You know, yay, Star Wars. Uh, but you know, with all the negativity that's going around the the sequel trilogy and what's come, them doing what they're doing with the High Republic, I just think was a horrible idea. It, it, it truly is. If this kind of reminds me, and I'm not saying that I remember it because I don't. I was too young to remember it. But back in 1983, when when the final Star Wars movie came out, from 83 until 1990, I want to say maybe 91, there was nothing, no Star Wars at all. The first thing that came out that was of any relevance was Timothy Zahn's um, Thrawn trilogy of books, you know, the Heir to the Empire trilogy. He he started putting those out and people just ate them up. That was like people loved it. They wanted more. They wanted more. And that's what was like got George Lucas thinking like, wow, people were still really into the Star Wars thing. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to make the prequels now, you know, and that's what got the wheels turning for him to, to eventually make the prequels and go from there. This kind of reminds me of that a little bit where I think they want to try and do that same thing where it's like, okay, we want people to love star Wars again. So let's just get away from the, the, the visual media and focus on the books and the comics like star Wars did back in the eighties and nineties. And people don't want that now. I mean, it's a completely different time and, I think the the best way to push forward to um, really like reveal and unveil this whole High Republic and, and kick it off is by having some kind of movie or show or something like that. I, I just I don't see a book, you know, a single book and a couple comics and, and children's books even. It's a bunch of children's books. Like come on, like I know Star Wars are for, is for kids. But that's not where you're making your money. You're making your money from the adults who continuously buy and, and go and see this stuff. And I just don't see this succeeding like they want it to. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't like flop and Disney decides to cut it off completely. <sighs> it, it, I, I honestly, I can't I can't say if, if that could happen or not. Uh, I think it might. Um unless they get on on the ball pretty quickly and and maybe something is in development and they just weren't ready to announce it yet you know so they'll have a couple books drop at the end of this year in November and you know through the holiday season and then maybe next year you know something drops in the the springtime a, a Disney plus show or maybe a Disney plus short movie you know or a, minute, uh, a limited series something something I don't know I just I can't imagine this succeeding without that. 
Yeah. No, I, I think if you're going to do something with just media, you should – or just comics and books, I think an easy jumping thing would be to get completely away from what we've seen already. So no more anywhere between one and nine. And start completely over with like a new video game or something like that. So that way you can introduce everybody. Yeah. And there's no stigma to live up to something. I, I don't care what anybody says. I, I think this whole thought and, and idea that they have to get away from what what I call the legacy character. So that's any character from episodes one through nine that we've ever been introduced to. These legacy characters, they, they have this thought that they have to get away from them. And, and I don't think that's the case. You know, yeah, we, we have a Kenobi series coming up, but that's only because that's been in the works since 2012. I mean, that's been something that they ever since they bought Lucasfilm, they've been trying to push an Obi-Wan Kenobi film or series or whatever, you know, since then. Same with Boba Fett. They were trying to push a Boba Fett film and it somehow got twisted and turned into the Mandalorian series in a way. Not saying that, you know, that's a direct descendant or direct cause from that movie not happening. But in a sense, it kind of is. And, you know, there, there, this whole thought and pro idea of just like, all right, we, we got to get rid of or away from these legacy characters. And there's a lot to explore with them. There's no reason why they can't explore that as well as explore a high Republic or an old Republic time period. At the same time, people are capable of, of understanding multiple time frames in a story you know uh look at the comic book readers i mean there's people who are reading comics that you know different multi multi universes and, st and stuff like that like people understand people are smart they're not dumb and they'd understand so you can still do a, a darth maul origin story which i really think they need to do at some point in time you know a palpatine origin excuse me and, and different things they can do with these legacy characters, but take a different approach. We've always taken a, the approach of like, all right, here's the light side. Let's take a look at the good side of Star Wars, all the good people. Why not say, you know what, over here for a little bit, we're just going to focus on the bad guys. You know, <laughs> like, let's see what the bad guys were up to and how they got to where they are. We know what the end game is, but it'll be cool to see their rise of power and where they got to where they got. Um, and they could have done that with this idea of the High Republic. They could have, you know, introduced because they they've already said that the Sith aren't going to be relevant in this. It's going to be a completely different um, enemy that we've never seen before. And it's like, why? Why not just stick to what we know and what people know and are, are, are excited to, to hear and see about? Why do they have to completely change everything? You know, getting away from this whole legacy idea um, is just, I think, pointless and dumb. That's that's what's going to keep older fans interested and by introducing the new ideas that's how you're going to get new fans interested and i just don't see how this succeeds when they're just going fully new and no you know video media at all no nothing it's it just it's bizarre to me um I, i'm excited for it i want to see more stories uh, i i'm just more a fan of the the animated. I'm more of a fan of the of the movies and and the TV shows. I'll read stuff. I read the Kylo Ren comic, which was a highly disappointing comic series. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I've I've I'll read the comics. I've read books. You know, I read um, the uh, the first few books after Disney you know took over Lucasfilm. Uh, I read the those three books. Uh, they they were good. 
but I mean, they weren't great. Um, and that's the problem. You know, it's hard to, to really get excited about books um, this day and age. I'm not saying that there aren't people that do get don't get excited. There are. There's plenty of people that get excited about books. But books and comics aren't going to be what saves Star Wars. It's just not going to. And yes, I, I believe Star Wars needs saved right now. I think we need to get away from this whole negative and, and, and stigma of, of the sequel trilogy um, as quickly as we can, and just this isn't the proper way to do it. I agree. I think we should just sit back. They should just let it ride until people finally realize that they enjoyed the sequel trilogy. Is that going to happen now? <laughs> uh, in time. In time. Uh, I mean, honestly, is it is it going to happen? I, I, I'm not 100% sure it could. I I'm think gonna... in time. Because whenever they – well – They'll announce the they announce the high or high Jedi Council or whatever and uh, High Republic. There we go. Couldn't remember the name of it. And what's going to happen is everybody's going to hate that and be like, "Wow, maybe the sequel trilogy wasn't that bad." Because that seems to be the thing when they release something new, they they like the old stuff and then hate the new thing. Yeah, I mean you're right. I mean that's kind of what happened with the prequels. Yeah, people hated the prequels. Sequels come out. Oh, now we love the prequels. It yeah, happens. and then what? And then when the High Republic comes out, it's just going to be, oh, man, the sequel trilogy wasn't that bad. We hate this stuff. It's just a vicious cycle of Star Wars fans. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, I don't know. I don't really have any uh, much more to say. I know that there's a lot going on um, in the world. So a lot of this entertainment news when it comes to Star Wars and, and other things are kind of put on hold. Uh, which is a little unfortunate. You know, I do love talking Star Wars and with no upcoming movies announced and, you know, Mandalorian season two pretty much put on hold uh, for the time being. Yeah, we got the, the uh, Rosario Dawson news. Um, but really, besides that, there hasn't been much in the the grand scheme of things when it comes to Star Wars. So um, keep an eye on shooting a Sith. Um feed we are going to be dropping some episodes uh like i said i am going to try and get colton here to sit down with me over skype and do some commentaries for the films um depending on how long this goes we may have some time to do all the films in this yeah honestly <laughs> um but you know we'll definitely be dropping some commentaries we'll be doing some different things as news and different things pop up we definitely will be talking so make sure you check out uh spoilerverse.com for all of that you will find all so much more when it comes to shooting the Sith and uh, Star Wars at spoilerverse.com. Some big things are happening over there, so please check it out. Colton, he's kind of heading up our uh, our video game side of things over at Spoilerverse, so that's exciting because he is a huge video gamer. And uh, keep an eye out for Spoiler Country. That is a podcast that is part of the Spoilerverse. It is an excellent, excellent podcast. They do so many interviews. They did an interview with Emily Swallow, who is the armorer from the Mandalorian season one. So you can find that interview on spoiler country podcast feed. Uh, I want to say probably about 15, 20 episodes ago. Um, they are dropping episodes daily almost now, and they have some awesome interviews with some awesome, awesome, awesome creators um, and artists that are out there. So make sure you check them out. Uh, but with all that said, thanks for joining Colton. Thanks for joining me. Hopefully we do this more right. often. I like having you on here. It's a lot of fun. And uh, with that all said, everyone, stay safe and may the force be with you. <laughs>